Tiger fans, get ready for the final episode of 2020, episode 114 of the official Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club podcast, as we bring you all the latest news, updates, and buzz surrounding your mighty JSU Tigers. I am the Corey C. Be sure to download and subscribe to the podcast to be notified of every new episode. Apple Podcast users, rate and review the show. And everyone, follow Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club on Facebook and Tiger Talk 1400 on Instagram and Twitter. It all helps the cause, which is the I love, Jackson State University. Joining me today are the usual suspects, Charles Bishop and Neely. How's it going, fellas? Hey, what you say now? Could be Corey C. Good to be back on for another episode here on Tiger Talk, brother. Yes, sir, man. Always a pleasure to be with you brothers on Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club. How y'all making it? Making it well, man. Making it well. I think we have um, put in some yeoman work in terms of uh, a a lot of topics covered and a lot of uh, great guests that we've had on and uh, looking forward to another great episode. As always, fellas, it's a pleasure. It seems like it's becoming a daily thing. I know we, we talk, we talk every day, and I, I kind of get mixed up as when we're talking. I, I, I forget whether or not we're actually recording or just talking because it all kind of blends in. Yeah, <laughs> Neil and I were talking yesterday about fifteen minutes in, and I and I realized, wait a minute, we're not even recording. It's just a phone call. <laughs> facts, facts. <laughs> so we just jump on the horn, man, and we can, you know, we can hit record and, and let it roll. But fellas, 2020, man, it, it will go down, I think, in U.S. history as one of those unforgettable years for so many reasons. But it also go down in JSU history as one of those memorable years. Mm-hmm. And not just because of the hiring of Deion Sanders as the head football coach, not just because of Snacks Mania, not because of Coach Reed and the Lady Tigers winning the SWAC but also because Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club was born, all right? <laughs> <laughs> and you two have been on the, the forefront the entire time. So let's talk about the ride, fellas. What what, what comes to mind when you, when you think about Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club in his first year, 2020? Well, you know, it's one of those things we often laugh about um, the fact that the pandemic happened and there were no sports. But for us, there was no shortage of of things to talk about. And uh, we really uh, found a lane uh, that was needed. And our fan base uh, really appreciated that lane uh, that we were able to discover uh, in terms of our, our interviews uh, from living legends to uh, all uh, those who are really associated in and around Jackson State Athletics. So I've been really appreciative from uh, the feedback from our, our, our tr- tremendous fan base, our passionate fan base in terms of some of the interviews we've done. So there have been a lot of just great interviews in terms of insight uh, from from athletes to administrators uh, to uh, just the whole plethora of the Jackson State Athletics environment. Yeah, Chuck, and I I think, Corey, that you set the stage wonderfully, you know, uh, drawing a parallel between, you know, Tiger Talk being born uh, in 2020 because – it's amazing what you can accomplish when you're not accomplish, you know. So when mm-hmm. and, and when I say, look at everything that Tiger Talk with the fourteen hundred club has become uh, as it relates to the end of the year, 
those were not necessary goals at the beginning of the year. You know, what we were trying to do was do the right thing, uh, provide this voice, this outlet, this narrative for the story of Jackson State sports, connecting generations. And then who knew what all else would come from such an innocent effort in the beginning that it has blown up to something, you know, this huge. And when you look at all the things that have happened in 2020, uh, that particularly could derail something like this being born. It actually accelerated yeah. this growth. You know, as Chuck mentioned, you get into March and sports are canceled and it's a sports podcast in a typical year. You know, you're like, oh, man, what are we going to do now? But we haven't had a problem <laughs> with content, with guests, with things to discuss because of what you guys have put together, man. And Corey, you know, your leadership and bringing this all to fruition and and Chuck and his journalistic integrity and his stats and acumen, man, what I, what our listeners get out of this and the response we get from all around Tiger Land. It's been amazing that this has happened in a once every 100 years <laughs> pandemic year that right. we've been able to put but, this but together. Nearly, you know, you, you said we haven't had a problem with content. Well, I beg to differ, my brother. We've had a huge problem with content. It's so much that we can't get it all in. We have people who are, it's a, it's a waiting list. It's it's like the the top restaurant in town, the top nightclub in town, where you have to be on the VIP list to get in. Uh, so it's a, it's a good problem to have, but it, it's truly been a blessing, fellas. No, no doubt about it. And if we were to start whittling away at that waiting list right now, it takes mm -hmm. us through yeah. next year. And, and that's without having new stories, without you know having new things to pop up and discuss, without having sports back. Like we literally have that much content you know, on the table, ready to be put out, ready to be recorded interviews and stories that even if we were to, God forbid, not have sports or not have any activities, man, you you said it. content mm -hmm. is the problem because it's so much of it. And that just speaks to our fan base, the historical powers, uh, prowess of Jackson State University and all the things that exactly. we can touch and do with this podcast. Absolutely. So just looking back, fellas, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm amazed every time I see this number. We're at 114 episodes in actually less than a year because mm. we started in mid-January, so a little bit less than a year. And I, as I look back through them, I'm, I'm scrolling back through them now uh, because we, we want to recap 2020. And I forgot about some of these shows. I'm looking at the titles like, wow, we recorded that. What did we talk about? Who was on that show? <laughs> it's, just, it's just too much to even re recollect. But uh, just off, uh, based on your memory, what are some of your uh, most, I guess, your favorite moments or most memorable moment, moments or shows? Well, I, I know one of those shows that we got into was uh, sort of our, our favorite quarterback debate. And for me, uh, you know, I, I love the history of Jackson State uh, uh, athletics, Jackson State football in, in particular. And uh, I was able to go back and uh, we were able to get in contact with Roy Curry, who was the MVP of the 1962 Orange Blossom Classic. Fast forward to 2021, we're going to be playing uh, in a renewed version of the Orange Blossom Classic. But to get an opportunity to sit down with him and relive that history uh, from a standpoint of, of looking at all the NFL draft picks that played in that game, uh, from Willie Richardson to uh, Bullet Bob Hayes, uh, Hall of Famer Bullet Bob Hayes for Florida A&M. Uh, Speedy Duncan, some some legendary figures around Jackson State football, and to get that perspective uh, from a quarterback, and 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 to be honest, I was blown away because uh, Roy Curry is a, a individual who 
I, I've, I've grown up hearing about and was so very intrigued about uh, from the standpoint of everyone comparing him to a, a modern day Russell Wilson or Michael Vick. He had that sort of speed. He's had that sort of athleticism. And to hear him talk about uh, that time period uh, within HBCU football, and you take a look at that time period, uh, the best of the best were at HBCUs. And I was just fascinated. So that was one of those episodes that really kind of stood out for me. Yeah, Chuck, that's, I mean, outstanding. And and when you look back and you try to think of, like, wow, what are some just great moments or memorable moments from 2020 or Tiger Talk? And, and it's almost like the content problem going forward. There's so much to choose from. Uh, and I, I remember that passionate discussion, the episode we have about yeah. who was the GOAT quarterback, and then the subsequent conversations and shows that have been a spinoff, you know, from that. Uh, but when I just when I just kind of pan back and just look at that full year, you know, mid-January to, to late December, some of the things that just jump out on my mind, you know, of course, we covered uh, those those lifetime events such as snacks, mm -hmm. you know, winning the ESPY. Uh, but that was that was something that that happened away from the podcast and the podcast. You know, we just discussed it and, and of course, had snacks on. But when I look at just, you know, our guests and our conversations, man, uh one, I, I want to go ladies first. Uh, the the Shasta Avery Hart show and the times we've yeah. had Coach Tamika Reed on, uh, the content and the details they were giving in their JSU stories, plus the feedback we got from the listeners from those shows. Uh, and then you augment that with, man, having the legendary Charlie yeah. Neal come on Tiger Talk. You know, a guy who uh, is a pioneer in black radio, in black broadcasting, in HBCU broadcasting, and was a tag team partner with our own beloved Lim Barney. You know, so those three, you know, Shasta Avery Hart, Charlie Neal, uh, Coach Reed, when she's been on, they just kind of just give us those, like, man, I, I think that that we struck a chord, you know, with the listener audience and got some some stories out that you weren't, you would not typically hear. Uh, and then when I just take it back from that and, and pause man when we had to come together uh, as a podcast family and take that moment and discuss what wc gordon and paul covington have meant to us you know to lose those two giants this year and and to have a podcast in existence where we could pay them some form of tribute with memories from other players uh you know those things just just jump out at me in my mind of of things that we're going to remember about tiger talk uh, uh the podcast going forward like yeah i remember that show i remember when that aired you know that was that was yeah. that was some yeah. good stuff that was some yeah. good content great show yeah mm -hmm. a great show i mean fellas this is just too many I, I i know you guys picked one or two out but i'm literally scrolling through here and i can't do it, it it's just too many to name <laughs> but but what i will say <clears throat> to the listeners especially our newer listeners and, and we're gaining listeners literally by the day. I can tell that people are finding out about it because the numbers are just increasing at, a, at an enormous rate. So I, I want to stress to the listeners, the newer listeners, well, regardless of when you discover the podcast, unless you knew about it from day one, don't just start with that show uh, where you, where you first discovered the, the podcast. Don't start there. You need to go back because I guarantee you there are some shows prior to uh, you finding out about the podcast that you will absolutely fall in love with. Mm. Okay. And I remember mm -hmm. it was a couple, a few days ago, someone reached out to us on Twitter 
it, it, w- it was actually December 11th and uh, the 1400 club made a post. It was, it was the 11th and they, and they said, well, because it's because today is the 11th, let's uh, let's take a look at uh, Casey Terry. I just did a tribute to Casey Terry. I just showed some video footage of him and someone messaged us and said, you should have Casey on the show. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, well, actually, Casey has been on right. the show. And I told them what number they were. They were like, wow. So they, it hit me like these people really don't know what we've talked, you know, the people we've interviewed before they found out about the podcast. So that's definitely a great mm-hmm. show to go back and listen to. Robert Kent has been on the show. Uh, I just, I, mean, I really enjoyed talking to Kent. Hadn't heard from him in a while. Obviously, he's record-setting quarterback. And just hearing the story, just a simple yeah, story yeah. Of, of how he chose Jackson State. And, and when he found out that he would start that, that first game against Tennessee State and T.C. Taylor's reaction, it's just taking you behind the curtain, taking you inside. It's 20, you know, it's almost 20 years later, hearing about it, it's just, it's, it was almost surreal. Right. So that was a great episode. Yeah. And for you Sonic Boom fans out there, do you know that we've had Dr. Roderick Little on the show, director of bands for the Sun and Boom of the South? Great and it was one of our, yeah. I mean, wow. Great. Yeah, I mean, he gave us some insight on song selection and and just everything about performance and things that you, you normally wouldn't hear. So I encourage you to go back and listen to that one. And one of my favorites, definitely, uh, Mr. Cortez Bryant. Yes, he has been on the show. So newer listeners, I encourage you to go back. Uh, we talked for so long that we turned it into two episodes. And he just gave us so much. He talked about how, why he came to Jackson State, his experiences in the band, his his love for for Jackson State and SWAC and HBCUs. We even got into the whole you know music aspect. He took us back to uh, you know Lil Wayne as as a twelve year old, how they first met, how they became friends, why he decided to manage Lil Wayne, and just gave us some inside stories about Nicki Minaj, Drake, about Drake. The last time Drake came to Jackson, I'm sure most of the listeners remember when he he came. Where did he go? Fourth Avenue and he did that show. He gave us the insight on why they came, why they chose Jackson. It was just amazing. So I definitely encourage everyone to go back. Start at show number one. Now every show may not stand out you may not be interested in it but i guarantee you there'll be a lot of shows that you don't know about that you will be amazed uh, about once you hear it and, and, and see that we recorded it mm-hmm. definitely definitely mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and and corbin the underscore that is because uh, you're spot on uh a lot of times you know stuff like uh tweets or instagram posts or facebook posts they're kind of dated because they're 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 right on time, you know, in your face informational for that moment, that split second. Uh, so what I, I want to just further echo what Corey's saying about going back. A lot of these shows that we have recorded are so in depth with backstories and, and nuggets that you never get to hear because it's, it's much more expansive than a tweet or much more expansive than a newspaper article or a segment on local sports TV can give you. Uh, that it's not dated. It's you know you could go back and listen to that Charlie Neal show, and it is just as relevant today yeah, as it was so. the day we recorded it. You know because he wasn't talking about that day in history. He was talking about the global history of black sports broadcasting. Same thing with Cortez show that you just mentioned. Uh, same thing with with just a myriad of shows we've done. You can go. You can listen to those mm-hmm. shows three years from now. They're going to be relevant. Uh, so take y'all's time, man. Scroll back through the list. When you see a guest or a title that that piques your interest, press play on it. I promise you, you're gonna get some information relative to JSU sports that's gonna make you make you think you were in the room while it's being done, even though it may be and, and six you know months what? old. And Corey, I think you said at the beginning of each podcast, subscribe. 
Mm. <laughs> uh, uh, be sure. Yeah, the reason yeah. why. Yeah, be sure to uh, subscribe to the podcast and Corey, if you want to uh, give them a how-to again uh, <laughs> uh, with regards to that. But uh, I, I tell you, uh, you, you guys have really been uh, a blessing in terms of uh, the in-depth analysis and the questions and, um, you know, really uh, giving fans a peek behind the curtain, just to really j- just doing your research and doing just a, a great job with that. So uh, it's a pleasure working with you guys. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, fellas, well, Neely, you said, uh, you know, you can listen to these shows and, and they aren't dated. You can listen to them three years from now. Well, you know, a lot of times we will record a show and we'll have three or four or five shows recorded and it'll be a while before I can release them because we just have so much new stuff coming out. Well, you talked about Charlie Neal. Do you remember that we recorded that Charlie Neal show and it took about, what, three months for us to release it? Right. <laughs> it, it was so long yeah. that we had yeah. forgotten what he, what he had talked about. And he, do you remember what yeah, he said yeah. in, in that show that we forgot about? And then we finally released it. We just, we laughed about it. Who, who remembers that? What did he say? Yeah. Go ahead. What, what was it? He he gave us a Deion Sanders story. This was three months before Deion, before we knew about Deion. Right. And again, it took me a while to release it. So as I'm going back and, and listening and editing in it, this is when we started to find out about Deion Sanders, and he, and he was talking about Deion Sanders in the episode. So sure yeah, I was. thought that was so sure funny, was. but it was it was actually like an omen if you think yeah, about it. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. this was part where he was talking right. about music, about mm-hmm. rapping or mm-hmm. something, or yeah, uh-huh. yeah, he sure did. He sure did. Yeah, but the. Yeah, but with oh, these man. episodes, uh, with a lot of them, I you know the pack. I've been so impressed. As just I try to separate myself from being you know producer and, and host of the show, and I just try to be a listener because first of all, I learn so much, and honestly, that's why I, I don't want to be on every show. I like you know for Chuck to take it, for nearly Mike B, all you guys to take it, so I can just sit back and listen. And we talked about that. Uh, Roy Curry uh, episode, you know, I was just in awe as I was listening. But as I listen to some of these episodes, I'm thinking to myself, wow, like. The Deion Sanders episode that could have been on ESPN.com. Mm. The Seku Smith episode. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't know that Seku Smith went to Jackson State. Of course, he's on NBA TV and NBA.com. But if you listen to it, that could that podcast could be on NBA.com. The Charlie Neal interview could have been on BET.com. Mm-hmm. The Cortez mm-hmm. Bryant interview, especially with the stories that he gave us about Lil Wayne, because a lot of those stories hadn't been told before. Mm-hmm. That could have been on allhiphop.com. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's, it's just been impressive to sit back as a listener. So you guys are doing a great job. Well, I, I appreciate that. I appreciate, the, you know, that that closing right there that we're doing a great job. But let, let me also blow your horn, pat you on the back about the great job you're doing. Because when you mention Super Dope Producer D. Corey C., when you mention about all these different segments that these shows could have been on, like, hey, this show could have been on NBA.com and this show could have been on this, that, and the other – well, the fact of the matter is, we've grown so exponentially. We are on those things, <laughs> even when they don't give us credit. You are right. You know, you're right. It's we we have done shows and breaking news, and a day after we release the show, we're in quote unquote mainstream media, and we see them claiming the very story that they got from the fourteen from from Tiger Talk with the fourteen hundred right. Club as if mm-hmm. it was their own. Uh, and, and so that just speaks to the depth. 
uh, the width, the breadth of what we're doing through this podcast, uh, that you will look up and, and, and you're on some kind of main quote unquote mainstream, non HBCU, non sports related uh, uh, medium for information. And here they are either quoting us and we appreciate when they do that and acknowledging us. But some of them just straight mm -hmm. up take it. And just say, hey, man, breaking news here. You heard it here first. And like, no, you didn't hear it there first. Right, right. Y'all heard it from us first. And you right. just didn't attribute the source. So uh, some of what you're saying, man, is, is, is happening and you see it out there uh, that that this the reach of this podcast, the reach of 1400 Lynch Street, the university and the athletic department totally just spreads across the world. When we look at our analytics, like they are literally listeners yeah, in other definitely countries. Listeners in, uh, across the globe, different continents, different countries. It's been impressive. And you talked about that reach, but I think one of the reasons why we have that reach is because it's just transcended into something far beyond sports, greater sure. than sports. Because if you look back over some of our topics, uh, we did an episode on the removal of the Mississippi state right. flag with uh, Senator Hilman Frazier and House Representative uh, Chris Bell, and who, of course, they're uh, JSU alumni, but it was just perfect. Uh, so just kind of how what was it like uh, being on su talking about such a historic moment on a Jackson State podcast with uh, two Jackson State alumni? Man, it was powerful. Yeah. Uh, you know, part part of my background is in public policy and politics and having worked with those two gentlemen, those, uh, uh, those giants, one, one of our uh, more senior statesmen and, 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 and Bill, you know, coming in and a rising star, both Jacksonians. And, and, you know, the one thing about it, uh, Corey, is you put this thing together and know this is supposed to be about JSU athletics. Well, the fact of the matter is JSU athletics touches politics, touches the economy, uh, touches even religion. I mean, you name it. And so for, for this flag vote to take place in a year that was similar to, say, a freedom summer, as far as the impact and the political motivation of black people around this country, uh, and then to have the flag change. So now the state of Mississippi can literally host yeah, bowl games. Yeah can host postseason events because the flag is removed. Then you hire a coach like Deion Sanders who starts talking about the possibility of bowl games. Meanwhile, all the way back in the early summer before any of that happened, we're on a podcast talking about the flag vote and the flag changing, right. you know? So this, this, this show, and you mentioned about Charlie Neal, Sometimes the stuff on this show is so ahead that it sounds far fetched and crazy. But if you sit tight, what we discuss comes to pass. It's amazing. I mean, I was literally listening to a random clip from a show yesterday where Neely was talking about this was when the pandemic was new and we were just kind of looking ahead. Uh, this was when we were still thinking that they may may possibly be a fall season. We were trying to predict if that was possible. And nearly, nearly, he, he literally said that uh, things like pandemics void contracts. So there's going to be situations where one team wants to play, but the other one doesn't. I mean, this was six months, this yeah. was eight months mm -hmm. ago, six months I, ago. I thought, I thought <laughs> okay. That's exactly what happened. I thought we did a great job in terms of looking at all aspects of uh, how this uh, pandemic could affect uh, not just sports, but society as a whole. I think we had uh, Attorney John Hall uh, on talking about mm. Uh, mm, sure did, about sure that, did that yeah. very thing. So uh, you know, uh, like you guys have said, uh, this 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 platform has touched so many uh, topics and touched so many uh, elements around uh, Jackson State and, and the world, honestly. So uh, this has been just a uh, a tremendous thing to kind of be a part of. Of course, you talking especially about the the flag vote, and I, I went back and listened to that episode, and I was in a surreal moment, like, wow, 
<laughs> the Mississippi State flag has changed, and yeah. you know we're we're yeah. we're talking to a couple of legislators, uh, the great Hillman Frazier, and then, like you said, a rising star in Chris Bell, uh, in, in terms of uh, being uh, intricate parts of, of why the flag changed. So it's uh, it was a surreal moment just uh, doing that interview and then going back and listening to that episode. Mm-hmm. Now I, I got a, I got something I want to throw to you too. Uh, uh, to Corey uh, and, and to Chuck there. Uh, we are privy to uh, a lot of information, uh, some that, that we, uh, through journalistic integrity and relationships, we keep confidential even after the news is broken, uh, some of which people assume we may know things when we're just as in the dark as them, which either way. But, but I think one of the things that I love about this podcast is actually what the listeners don't always get to hear. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's those clips that are on the edit floor somewhere, <laughs> uh, you know, because when we hit record, we're recording pre-show, post-show. Mm-hmm. And, and, and so ultimately, you know, some, some personal conversations or anecdotes get in and, and, and that kind of thing. So I want to hear from you two guys. What are some of those uh, memorable moments you have of what <laughs> and it's going to be hard to answer because you can't say what didn't make the yeah. show and now you're putting it in the show it made the show for a reason <laughs> yeah. yeah but when you when you think back on it man we have had some laughs off the record about oh man <laughs> i should have said this or i did say this but we can't say that a lot of our best conversations are are off the record we're still recording <laughs> because we're still on the, on, the, on, the, on the call but we're done with the podcast. If I could only release those <laughs> the recordings as episode. Yeah, those outtakes, but I, I just want to thank you guys for trusting me to have that in my possession and to hold on to it and not release it because I can easily <laughs> I could easily put that stuff. <laughs> I, you know. I never had a reason to distrust you until right now. You uh-huh. be, I got you thinking like, like wait a minute. now you got my attention. Like, yeah, why do I trust exactly. him at this level? You know? Hey, don't never run for office, man. I could destroy you, Nelly. <laughs> hey, we have said some stuff, man. And, and you know, the thing is, it, it's stuff. Hell, it's, it's true. true. You know, and, and, and I'll say this uh, to that point. You know, Corey, your experiences, man, in, in broadcasting, uh, working in, in media, uh, you, you know, education at Jack State, you, you know, authoring uh, uh, books and business acumen. Chuck, you know, all that you bring to the table uh, with, with, with journalism and broadcasting as well. You know, everybody has their niche and their thing that they're not just good at, but they're great at. And, and, and here's where I think that just strengthens the podcast. There is a respect level that you guys bring to the table. There is a, a presumption of facts that you guys bring to the table. And there is this, this trustworthiness that you guys bring to the table that people understand when they hear it on Tiger Talk mm-hmm. with the 1400 Club, mm-hmm. that it is a trusted and reliable source. And I will tell our listeners out there, these two guys value that. They don't forsake it. And there are sometimes there are things we know and that we don't say because it's not in the best interest of the university athletics to say it yet. Mm-hmm. And there are things that we do say that we fix because it is in the best interest. These guys sincerely have the best interest of our athletic programs at heart. And you can rest assured that if you hear it on this podcast, that 
whether you can assume or try to rationalize, oh, he he's speaking on behalf of President Hudson or he's speaking on behalf of Eddie Robinson, neither is incorrect, but neither is also a fact. But the fact is they're speaking on what is in the best interest of JSU athletics. And that's what you can take to the bank. And mm -hmm. I think that's what our listeners have grown to uh, appreciate been accustomed to and believe in and that's what's skyrocketing these numbers because people know man that's a reputable source mm -hmm. that's not clickbait those guys are not just putting out stuff to get clicks those guys are putting out stuff because it's in the best interest of the brand and it's the truth absolutely and you know the ultimate uh, co-sign uh, for me was was coach prime himself i don't know if anyone caught it on the uh, signing day interview that neely did with uh, coach prime but he shouted us out at the end the 1400 club uh, tiger talk podcast just always keeping it real uh that that you know for me to hear that uh, that was that was amazing and that lets me know that we're doing the right yeah, things yeah 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 and yeah and to that man uh he was very welcoming accommodating and and borderline his idea to do that that mm. day you know, this this is a guy who who sat down and talked to ESPN in the morning and wanted to talk to Tiger Talk to fourteen hundred club in the afternoon. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and, yeah, and you know, I love how he trusts us with information because he's given us some information. We 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 can say that we can put it out there. He he'll give us some information in advance, mm -hmm. not necessarily to report it, but sometimes he just wants us to know. Sometimes it, it may be to report. Uh, but man, the the trust uh, that he has with us is is definitely something that I don't right. take for granted. Yeah, yeah well said. Well said. Absolutely, absolutely. One of the other things uh, for me that has really stood out about the show that I've really enjoyed is just what I've been able to learn about Jackson State. I I, I you know I know that there's a rich history there, but some of these guests, man, they are just bringing so much information and i'm just in awe like listening and thinking to myself wow i didn't know that now chuck this is the measurement stick for me chuck is the ultimate historian when it comes to jackson state ultimate so when i hear chuck say i didn't know that that lets me know like <laughs> wow we're on the and there have been several times where charles said man i didn't know that and i'm thinking to myself what charles didn't know that so, <laughs> so what, what have been some of those moments or some of those things that you've learned about the i love on the show Oh, man, it's so much. Um, you know, we, we recently talked to Purvis Short and um, and, and edit room floor. I, full disclosure, my, my father was uh, over the athletic dorm at the time. So uh, we, we could giggle a little bit about Purvis Short babysitting me, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, uh, during that time. But uh, just the I, I think. Um, uh, he mentioned his brother, uh, Eugene Short, uh, who is a Tiger legend. Um, but I, I was struck uh, that one of the questions that we asked, you know, he, he stopped and said, you know, nobody's ever asked me um, about my brother in terms of comparing him to a, a, an NBA player now. But uh, you just talked to, quote unquote, all the old heads. And uh, Eugene Short was, you know, a measuring stick for all that was right about Jackson State basketball. He was so dynamic. Mm. Um, and uh, it's little things like that. Uh, it's it's an antidote from Charlie Neal, you know, talking about his time with, with, with Lynn Barney in the booth and how they enjoyed coming to Jackson, you know, the, how they, <laughs> you know, and, and, and things of that nature. Um, I mentioned earlier, listening to Roy Curry, I, I picked up, you know, just uh, the, the whole story from, from Robert Kent, you know, uh, talking about his first start at Tennessee, Tennessee State, listening to Lewis Tillman, you know, these are guys that, you know, you you, yeah. you grew up on, you enjoyed watching, and you get an opportunity to 
sit down and ask them questions. And I don't take that for granted. I really, uh, really research, 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 and research and want to make sure that I'm helping our fan base, you know, peek behind the curtain, really, you know, get something that they might not have heard. And along the way, I learned something as well. So I'm very, very appreciative of our guests and our fan base uh, for appreciating the interviews themselves. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah but the stories that. that we get from those guys that uh, Chuck, you you mentioned Lewis Tillman, and <laughs> that one story that he told about his recruitment. I really enjoy hearing all the stories of the recruitment, how they how the the players ended up at Jackson State, and Lewis told the story of how Jackson State on recruiting day they drove past this house coming from Jackson on fifty five South. They drove past Hazelhurst to go to get a kit from Brick Haven, and then they came back past Hazelhurst again, went back to Jackson, and then they said, "Hey, what about Lewis Tillman? Y'all want y'all want to sign him?" And he didn't have any offers on the table so he said he went to jackson state because they offered i'm thinking that he chose jackson state over all these other schools uh but he said no that that was my only offer and that that came at nine o'clock at night it was like late before they decided to put the offer out there and years later we have a you know who a guy who was at one time the all-time leading rusher in jackson state history so to hear stuff like that is just it's just well worth for me all the work that i put into the podcast because stories like that are amazing yeah i i agree with that Corey. i that's my takeaway from it is uh so I look at when you talk about things I've learned that I didn't know, uh, there's a personal one in an institution and personal is what you're saying. I love hearing, you know, Dietrich Lotris truck, yeah. you know, talk about how, you know, he came to Jackson State on one side of the ball and, and had a Mississippi State offer. I loved hearing, you know, Sean Gregory talk about, you know, leading up to going down to Southern for that that record setting game. Uh, and those are, you know, personal stories that you didn't have some background on. But then like institutional wise, uh, you know, I'd encourage our listeners, man. And, and, and it was centered around Coach Paul Covington, our legendary basketball coach we lost this year. But some of the stories that that Dr. Harry Lackey gave about traveling with oh. Coach Cove and, 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 and the basketball program during those yeah. days, Man, you're just not going to find it in a yearbook, in a Clarion Ledger article, in a tweet or a Facebook post. Man, go back and listen to that show and, and you can just visualize, you know, the eight millimeter film room and riding up and down the roads, re, you know, recruiting and, and the conversations taking place because that's when we first started to lose talent to predominantly white institutions mm. and to hear those kind of institution based stories that like, you know, man, I. I, I, I never saw that way, that way. I knew that that way. You know, I was alive. I was seven years old. Of course, I wouldn't have noticed. But, you know, to hear those kind of things from people's individual recruitment and all the way to folks uh, like, again, Shasta Haveryheart, who admits, hey, I didn't know what an HBCU was. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I went to Jackson State because they asked. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We talked about yeah. it on the previous yeah. episode, the simplicity, the simplicity of the ass. Of the ass. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> Great stuff. Great yeah. stuff. That is some great stuff, fellas. Well, again, it's been it's been an amazing year uh, with the podcasting. <laughs> Looking forward to twenty twenty one. I don't know how we can top this one. You know, Corey, we we came out strong in twenty twenty, but I mean, how what are we going to do? How can we take this thing to another level? Looking forward to twenty one. Um, hopefully, everyone can stay safe. We can make it through this pandemic, and we can talk sports again uh, and really mm-hmm. talk in depth uh, in terms of the games themselves uh as always uh there are more living legends uh to talk about more legends around jackson state to talk about and we look forward to reaching out to those individuals because 
there are so many stories to be told and I'm, and I'm so proud to be part of a medium that gets an opportunity to continue to tell those stories. I'm really excited about uh, some of the things that we're starting to line up now for 2021. Um, and, you know, you, we mentioned my love of Jackson State history. To get an opportunity to talk to more of those history makers, uh, that means the world to me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I, I look forward to that same thing, Chuck, is, is you know, because this is a story that's still being written and a story we still have the pen in mm-hmm. our hand. And so not only do we have this, this quote unquote known potential content, uh, we have this organic potential content that we have no idea is coming, you know? So you look at where we were in March about people we assume that were going to be, were going to be guests. And then you look at the type of guests and shows we were doing come November that you couldn't have scripted or planned. I think that same kind of thing is going to happen uh, uh, in, in 2021. And like you, I want to echo and underscore and, and put some more emphasis on, you know, everybody let's, let's continue to be vigilant. I know that there are companies out there that have manufactured a tested and proven vaccine and it's being distributed, but we are still months away from any significant portion of the population being vaccinated. So it is upon us to wash hands, to wear masks, to social distance, to keep crowds at a minimum. And why are we saying these things? Because this show is about Jackson State sports and Jackson State sports is about our student athletes. And if we want to have future legends, if we want to have future stories told, then we're going to have to allow a safe and healthy process for these student athletes to participate. And that takes the broader community doing everything we can to keep this pandemic at a minimum to wiping it out with vaccine and, and treatments to come. Uh, so if as we look forward to potential spring football and fall football and, and baseball and all the other beautiful things our athletic programs can produce, it's incumbent upon us, the listeners out there, to aid that process, not by just giving to the school's COVID relief fund, not just by giving you know to the school athletic department through whatever choice you may choose in your drop-down menu, but give to the institution by helping to manage this pandemic in your circles you know if we can just help contain numbers if we can help slow the spread you are not indirectly you are directly helping jsu athletics Uh, and that's something that we need to keep an emphasis on as we go into 2021 well said way to put a bow on the final episode of 2020 fellas it's been a great year i'm looking forward to bigger and better things happy new year to you guys and, and cheers to 2021 Cheers to you, brothers, man. I've enjoyed it. Let's do it again. And thank you to all of our listeners. We could not do it without you. And that'll do it for this episode of Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club. So just chill to the next episode.